is the Intuitive Leadership Mastery Podcast. What would it take for you to double your profits and half your stress with your intuition? Learn how with your host, Michael Light. Welcome back to the case studies. And we're going to be talking about how you can increase your sales beyond your inner limits. And I'm joined today by entrepreneur Martijn Reinges from Holland, where it's dark and gloomy in the middle of winter, but I'm here in the middle of summer in Peru. So I'm going to send some rays of sunshine over to Europe there. Um, so Martijn, yes. So Martijn, you, you just set a, a goal for your quarter for, for your sales and you're the CEO founder of your business and you've got several staff working for you and you yes. want to grow your business and you set a sales goal this quarter. Tell us about the goal and, and why we're talking. Right. I set a goal to, um, to get 10 new clients uh, for our business team, Croco. We, um, uh, we help uh, mostly e-commerce stores with A-B testing, uh, A-B test strategies and implementation development. Um, and we previously did a lot of work for uh, CRO agencies and we're now shifting towards these, um, well, these, these e-commerce clients. So I'm, um, so it's, it's a bit of a new market, a new, new field. And I set uh, the goal to, for 10 new clients with this new proposition. And when I tried to, to visualize um, this goal um, earlier this week, um, I felt it didn't feel good. I felt that there was some, uh, some queasiness in, in my stomach and that made me realize that I probably am not fully committed to the goal. Well, I am committed, but I don't really believe that I can make it. So I thought, I need to work on this. And then I thought, who can better help me than Michaela? So <laughs> that's why we're talking now. Oh, you're on mute, Mike, Michaela. I muted myself. There you go. <laughs> um, I was typing notes on what you were saying and I didn't want the clacking of the keyboard to come in. All right. So. <laughs> lesson to me there um but you've you made this uh goal because you want to increase your business um why do you want your business to be bigger um i have this vision about what team croco can be and i i would really like to help um like these e-commerce businesses um, get better conversions, sell more stuff uh, and help their clients better to become better clients and to increase their own uh, profits so they can um, grow and, and become more awesome. And uh, I also, I am a builder, so I have this vision for what my, what Team Croco can be, like this awesome remote company which employs uh, a dozen people from all over the world and it becomes like a community and um, yeah I feel very passionate about this but to realize this we also have to get um, some clients and make clients happy and to make clients happy you first have to go out and sell your wares um, so I thought let's start easy with 10 clients in three months should be doable um, but yeah, apparently it's uh, 
it's already uh, very terrifying or I don't know uh, alien for me to to get to that interesting so what's the most sales you've made in a quarter before Ooh. Um, well I don't really feel myself to be a sales guy and as a CEO or the founder you have to get out there and um, so I committed that this year 2018 would be like my year of sales I'm already learning a lot, reading the books, doing the seminars. Um, but to answer your question, uh, it's probably like four or five new clients in a quarter. Mm. And that's like max. Okay. So 10 is quite a stretch. Um, well, it's a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. I never okay. really committed to doing like all the sales. So I think if I make it my focal point, then 10 should be very doable. Right. I definitely think it should be doable. And and roughly how big are your sales? You know, are we talking a million dollars each or five dollars no, each or we're not in that ballpark. Um no way. Um it's uh, uh it's about um fifteen to twenty K uh per sale. Okay. So you're talking about uh, between 150 and 200K of income that you want to win. Yeah. 10 sales. If that's the mouth, then yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So when you say you feel a bit queasy or anxious or maybe terrified, tell me more about that. What, you said you notice it in your stomach, anywhere else? I mean, just think, you, I, you're on the line now to make 10 sales, Martin. Mm-hmm. What you said, what do you notice in your body? Um, yeah, what do I notice? I just felt when, when I, I, I say this out loud, like, yeah, by the end of the quarter, I've made 10 sales. There's this uncomfortable feeling in my stomach. And yeah. It's it's a bit it's, like I said a bit of a queasy feeling, um, and it doesn't feel like liberating or liberated or um, uh, light. So it's yeah, which I thought it should be. Um, so which, it feels heavy in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you ate something bad. <laughs> So on a scale of zero to 10, where, you know, 10 is you can easily make this goal and zero is you have no faith whatsoever. Where, where are you right now? Um, cognitively, I feel this should be a very doable goal. Um, yeah, but how much do you believe it? <laughs> yeah, emotionally, um, I don't know. Probably that emotionally, I feel that that's that's not gonna happen. So it's a zero. Well, probably. Okay. So let's just connect you to the light, if you remember how to do that. The TLC. So take your consciousness up a few thousand kilometers. Mm-hmm. Connect to the light, love, and truth and beauty. There, bring that down through your head, your throat, your chest, stomach. 
abdomen, hips, legs, and take it down to the center of the earth and feel the support, love, and unconditional acceptance of Mother Earth and bring that light back up through your feet, hips, abdomen, stomach, chest, throat, head. So now you have light coming from above and below at the same time. And now see the light at your heart expanding out as big as the room, as big as the building, as big as the city you're in, as big as the country, as big as the continent across the planet, as big as the solar system, as big as the galaxy, and as big as the universe. So thinking about the sensations and emotions that you have with this goal, anxious, queasy in stomach, terrifying, heaviness, feels kind of alien mm-hmm. and any any other things you notice or emotions i notice a lot of resistance yeah resistance what about you know how's your head feel your arms your legs mm, not so much different it's very much situated in my lower abdomen okay is it in your stomach or in your bowels Mm. <laughs> Damn, now I wish I had to learn more in biology class. Um, <laughs> so is it the top part of it or the bottom part? It's, uh, it's, uh, I think it's more my stomach. So it's the top where you're in the stomach. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question and I just want you to give me the first answer that comes to your head, which will be your intuition. Um, don't need to think about it. You don't have to have a memory of this. But thinking about how you feel right now with this heaviness and queasiness in your stomach, anxiousness, what's the youngest age you felt the same way? Wow. I don't know. Just give me a number. Yeah, that'd just be probably be a made up number. Let's say uh, 14. I don't know. Okay. Any conscious memory of what was happening at 14 where you'd have this feeling of queasiness in your stomach, anxiety? Mm, No, probably something in school or something. I don't know. Mm. So let's just send light and love to your 14-year-old self and heal the issue he had having queasiness. I'm just twitching because I'm moving energy. (laughs) <laughs> so, and I'd like you to visualize that your 14 year old self is get you're sending him light and love from above and below and let's do that for all the other ages that you've had the same feeling in your stomach anywhere from when you're a baby child Teenager, young adult, adult. All the other times you've had this same sensation. What do you notice now when you think about the goal? I 
sure. Let's see. What do I feel about the goal? You're going to make 10 sales this quarter. Yeah. Still feels not really good. Okay. So let's just imagine a copy of yourself in front of you. Okay. And let's expand out his abdomen where all this bad feeling is. And let's mm -hmm. just send a whole waterfall of light and love into your abdomen. And let's cut any cords you have in there. Let's pull out any crap you've got that you've collected in your stomach. Turn your stomach inside out, shake it out. So you mentioned before we got on the call that you feel a bit of an imposter when it comes to doing sales at this level. Yeah. I, I feel that that's, that's the main reason um, for the squeeziness. Um, also, why I couldn't really pick something out when I was like younger or something because I don't think I... Um, I'm more or less, I think I did more of the things that came natural to me, so I didn't have to feel like an imposter, so I couldn't really recognize the feeling. Well, is that true that when you do something that's not natural for you, you're an imposter? No, no, that's more than it's a challenge. And in general, I love challenges. Maybe it's because um, um, it's, it's a combination of like doing this new thing and also um, having this um this new proposition this new market target market that that's um cumulative and that makes it so alien so if your goal was to have two sales for this quarter how would you feel how do you feel about that goal just to play with it Mm. it's the same what about if it was one sale same you still feel queasy even with the idea of making one sale in the whole quarter and yet you made two sales last quarter I thought yeah, um, but this is with the new proposition. What about if you made one sale for the quarter to the old old market? Yeah, no problems there. Okay, how about with five sales to the old market for the quarter? No issues there. How about 10 sales to the old market? Yeah, already tried that. That's, um, that's also no, uh, it's also no problem. Okay. So it sounds like it's less than the number of sales and, the, and more the fact that it's the number of, it's the target market that you don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Indeed.
So is the is is there um what's different between this market and the old market you were selling to? Um I think it's it's mostly new proposition. Uh, I raised the prices um, on what we're doing. Um, so it might be that. It might also be that uh, I extended the proposition to some uh, to include some stuff we haven't been done doing before, and um, which is um, which I know we can do, but I haven't proven it yet, and we actually haven't really done it like this before. Um, so. That might also be it. Okay. So what was your old price? And what's your new price? Uh, well, it's a whole different model. It was more a pay-as-you-go um, uh, kind of thing. But we basically doubled our pricing there um, on a per-project base. There's more value there, um, but still it's double the price. And... Um, I now also want to um, charge for the onboarding. Okay. So if you were selling at the old pay-as-you-go method at the old price and not charging for onboarding, how do you feel about selling to the new selling ten sales to the new market that way? Yeah, about the same as with the with the old market, the old proposition. So that's that feels okay. You could just do that. You believe yeah. that's possible. So it's not so much it's the new market, it's the new features and the new pricing and the new model that yeah. this anxiety Apparently. is coming from. So that's good information. Definitely. So let's dig into that and see if we can see which, if, is it all those things or, or one of them? So if you kept the price the same, didn't, it wasn't doubled, but they were paying per project instead of as they go, mm -hmm. how do you feel then about making 10 sales? Yeah, that works. Okay. So it's not the per project feature that's part of this. What what about the new features that you haven't done before? You think you can do them, but you, you have not you haven't done them before. Mm-hmm. Um, let's so see. What if you did it on a project basis and they had features, but your team would have to learn how to do that? Mm 
Yeah, I guess that's where most of the queasiness comes from. The okay, basically the. So the, let's leave the let's. Yeah, go on. Yeah, it's it's uh, basically the onboarding process which I want to charge for and which is um, has some new elements uh, in there. Okay. Is that where the new features are during the onboarding? Or? Yeah, most of them, yeah. Okay. So let's leave that out for now. Let's have you do it per project. Okay. No new features, no you know extra onboarding features. But it's now at double the price what, than what you used to charge when it was pay-as-you-go. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about making 10 sales with that deal? No, that works. That's fine. Okay, so it looks like we've narrowed it down to the fact that you're adding new features that you, you and your team haven't done for clients before. Yeah. And it's nothing to do with the volume of sales or the, the pricing or the packaging. No, it's, um, I'm pretty sure to know that it's the, the new features. Mm. So what would it take for you to feel comfortable delivering these new features and charging for them? Mm, well, I guess I have to become certain uh, or more certain that we can actually deliver on them. So, so what would to, it take to feel certain? Well, we probably have to do it once. What would it take to do it once next week? Um, find someone who's willing and um, just do it. What would it take to find someone willing? Ask around some people, for some people. Do you feel or, you could do that? Is that? Yeah, definitely. That's, um, that's definitely something I should do. Would you charge for it or would you give a discount or would it be free? Would you ask them to give you feedback? What, what would, how would you do that? I feel it could just be a training session for um, in the team. So we, um, I think it even work if we just do it as a training session for like um, a made-up project. So basically, just so you do, so do it internally. Yeah, and create do a training session. Create maybe record it or make some, have them write up a, the process. Or yeah, definitely. So is that something you want to do next week? I guess that's something I should do next week. Well, there's lots of shoulds in life, but do you want to do it? Um, yeah, I think it would be a good exercise for both me and the team. Definitely be what a, would it take to make it more exciting for you? Um, more joyful? It's already quite exciting to do this, so I'm... Um, <laughs> I'm just uh, curious that we uh, if we can pull it off uh, properly. So that's um, well, I'm okay. pretty certain we can, but 
I'm curious. What so what can. day is, how long is this training session going to be? Mm, I don't know. I think I have to prepare some, um, uh, the case study, uh, uh, maybe this weekend and then, uh, um, should probably be done in like two, three hours uh, during the week somewhere. Okay. So wait, when during the week you want to commit to when you want to do it? Um, I have to check the team schedule and their work current workloads to see where we can fit it in. So it's can you do it by the end of Friday? Yeah, definitely. Okay, great. So imagine that you've done this and it went successfully, you know, any problems you've resolved and now your team is able to do these extra features. And then how do you feel now about making 10 sales at the new price with the new features before the end of the quarter? Yeah, I feel lighter. It's not completely gone okay. yet, but I guess that happens when we're actually um, doing it. Where is there any? Can you point to where it doesn't feel lighter? Is it you know overall the same, or is the left or the right? Or no, it's um, the, the 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 heaviness is has become um, I don't know. It, less the the ball the ball inside is less big so it's more centered now and uh, mm. feel less how heavy. big was it before and how big is it now um it was more like a shifting blob which was mm. quite big and now it's more like a um a, a round like big big marble do you think you could just uh, poop it out? <laughs> I could try. Probably. <laughs> well, let's see if there's something else causing this little marble of anxiety and queasiness that's still there. Um, it, it, it felt like it's it, it, it's tied into with the insecurity of what we're with the new thing we're doing. Yeah, but now you've got a plan. Mm-hmm. and a commitment to do something about that. What's the remaining insecurity about, do you think? Um, that if everything goes all right, if, um, um, because there are a couple of new things and, uh, and stuff. So That everything goes out all right in the training or something um, else? Yeah, how the... Uh, the team will respond and if they will um, if, yeah if everything goes right from A to Z so what would it take for you to feel more than okay that it'll go right with your team um, I'll just have to prepare them better for what we're doing and um, the results that uh, I want to see. What results do you want to see? 
perfect results. Right, but do you have a list of them? Um, no, I haven't had a, a list of them. I figured um, that I, um, I'm pretty confident that we can do the result, or apparently I wasn't that confident, but hence the feeling. But um, uh, I, I, I kind of know, or I know what we should do and where to find information to, to eventually pull it off or to, to do everything correctly. Um, but uh, neither I nor the team has um, done it in the sequence and, and has the experience with it. So I guess I, or what I should do is, um, or what I want to do is just... <laughs> Here I'm already like paraphrasing your sentences, and um, what I want to do now is to yes, you have your inner Michaela. Hell yeah! <laughs> um, what I want to do is to create a list of uh, basically uh, an SOP or start an SOP, and we can fill that later. But like these are the steps we should take. This is where the information uh, comes from, and this was what the results should be. Um, I think that gives a lot a better structure on this thing. And then I'm also um, a lot more confident that we can um, deliver on, on, on what we're promising. Right. That's great. So what, you know, you've got the, you've got, you're going to have this training for these new features. What is your why for the team succeeding at, at uh, learning how to do this for you and them? Why should they care whether they succeed at this training? Um, because I think their work will be more joyful um, mm. when they um, can make our clients uh, happy, more ha happy, more in a, in a more direct way. Okay. So they'll enjoy their jobs better. Clients will be happier. They'll be less stressed. Yeah, I think so, definitely. Could you talk with them about the why and explain what you just said and ask them if they have any other motivations for doing this? Yeah, sure. So That's they're excited idea. about the training? Is the, you know, what would it take to make this training more playful and experimental instead of like it's got to be done right? Um... Mm, not sure what's that's gonna take um for me like learning new things is already playful um but i'm not everyone so that's uh <laughs> um. but you seem to have some anxiety that it, it's done right like it has to be done right the first time was what i heard underneath what you said mm. Well, it doesn't doesn't have to be like 100% perfect, but it's, um, well, you're delivering work to clients, so it should be better be good. Um, but you said this would be an internal project. There's no client oh, yeah, involved. Right. The, internal, the internal project, that's, uh, um, I thought you were just like referring to the uh, stuff. No, the, mm -hmm. the internal project can just be like a learning experience so we can 
all um, get some input on that, on how to improve on, on, on what I have in mind and if they, uh, um, so that's, that can be more joyful, joyful for them. They have some input on that. Okay. So now when you think about selling 10 of these packages at twice the price with all these new features, what do you notice now in your body? Um, the queasiness is gone. Um, I'm mm. now. That's great. Just, I'm not just nervous on pulling it off, but it's more like a more positive nervousness. Or could you reframe that instead of it thinking of nervousness that you're excited about a new adventure and challenge? Yeah, probably. It's really turning more in from nervousness. I understand. Giddiness. Yeah, giddy with excitement. You know, you. I think I have to um, to 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 get used to uh, this a bit more uh, in the next couple of days. I think I'll get there. What will it take to get used to it in the next couple of days? Well, by um, visualizing this goal now and um, giving it a positive spin on, on, on the giddiness and getting excited about that, um, which mm -hmm. I um, know I can, but now I also have to feel it um, more better. And so I... Um, Mm -hmm. I think also when I get uh, more certainty when we're when this process is is getting more structured and we have some experience in that that it will fall into place mm -hmm. there. Right. Okay. So it sounds like by the end of next week you you're going to feel good about this and excited. Yeah, definitely. I'm already looking forward to that. Yeah. Getting yeah. excited about. So I know you. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you're a runner. Do you, do you and you 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 run in competitions or for health or what's your running? Uh, health, mostly health. It's, health. it's a fun thing okay. to do and it's a good exercise. I mean, could you see this as a new uh, race down a, a track you haven't done before, and you're not quite sure where the road goes? Um. Yeah, sure. It's... I mean, do you ever do that in real life when you go running? You don't always know exactly what the road looks like before you get on it? Yeah, definitely. And it's less optimal than when you know where you're going. Yeah, sure. But then maybe you have more adventures and you discover new things. That's definitely true. I mean, if you want to get to new places, you do have to go in different directions. For sure. So can you just visualize this being a little fun race with your team and you get to some fun places? Yeah, that works. Cool. 
So let's just visualize where you are now to you in 90 days time. And let's just see, a, a, imagine a straight line goes from here to have with no sales to there with 10 or more sales with this new package and new features. And when you visualize that line, what do you notice? Is it a solid line or the gaps in it? Does it move around? Anything else? <laughs> yeah, Milo. I guess the kids are coming in. <laughs> well, we'll just pause for a moment here. Hello. It's the little Martin, yeah. little entrepreneur. He's not nervous. He has a goal of 10 new sales in the playground next week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dinner's done, I guess. Um, your question was, what's the, uh, what's the visual... If you visualize a line from now, from you now to you at the end of the quarter where you've got 10 sales. I, I see more. a straight, I see a straight line, which is the route. And then I see myself like swirling along that line in the general direction of the route. So do you see any gaps in the line? Are there any wavy bits? Anything else? No, it's or is just it just this easy straight line. You're just going to get there, no problem. Well, the the route is straight, and my uh, path is quite squirrely. Your path is squirrely. So yeah, we have like straight. So line. you wiggle around a bit. Yeah, exactly. It's like going, but this is the general direction, so that's good. Oh, okay. So you're happy having that that run. Well, that's that's the fun it's, part, the adventure. <laughs> okay. But you still get there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we... I mean, is there anything else you want to clear on this? Or has your marble gone away? Or? No, I think we, 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 we did good. It's, um, Excellent. Well, it's a lot of insights and, uh, and clarity. Thank you. Excellent. You're welcome. Well, good luck with it. I'm excited to see Team Croco grow. And, uh, yay. Yeah. You should talk to the crocodile. See what, uh, she has to say. <laughs> yeah. What does the croc say? What um, does the croc say? Exactly. That's your logo. For those who don't know, his logo is a crocodile, very friendly crocodile. Yeah. Yeah. Smart All right. Well. well, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for taking part in this, uh, case study and uh, talk with you another time. Yeah, thanks for taking the time. And um, yeah, it was great. Very helpful. Thanks, Michaela. Get strategies and show notes at intuitiveleadershipmastery.com. What would it take to see you here next time on the Intuitive Leadership Mastery Podcast?